My name is Leah Gracine, and I am the host of Side Grace Podcast. This podcast was created to increase our insight, work on our mental health, as well as create a happy and satisfying life, whatever that may look like for each and every one of you. I release a new podcast episode every Wednesday at 6 a.m. to set your reminders, as well as follow me on my official Side Grace Instagram. So side underscore grace, that's where you can find additional information that follow and attach to the podcast episode of that week. As well as I am a clinical mental health counseling student at this moment in my master's degree. So everything that I share with all of you, the advice that I give is personally what has worked for me and the things that I have experienced. I'm not a professional yet. So if you need professional advice or you have any concerns, please contact a therapist, your doctor, because I am not a professional yet, but I do give some advice. So that being said, let's roll into the episode this week. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode today and let's get into it. Hello everyone, happy Wednesday or whatever day that you are tuning in to listen to this podcast episode. I want to thank all of you for joining this week to listen to a little bit of what I have to say and hopefully again, you grow a little bit of insight in your own lives. That being said, a little check-in with myself and a check-in with you guys. How are you doing? It's literally, October's almost over. I feel like every episode I'm on, I just talk about how shocked I am that time is moving so fast. But it's true. Like, I feel like time is like elapsing like so quickly. Summer felt long. And fall is feeling really, really short. And hopefully that tells us that winter's going to be short too. And because I kind of drag between the January and February months, but it's going by really quickly. And I just, I don't know how I feel about that. But that being said, a lot of things are going very smoothly. Um, on my end, I had a really relaxing reset of a weekend with my significant other. So that was just what I needed. And I'm going to have a really wholesome time as well with my nephews, my significant other, and my family. Um, We're going to do some really cool stuff. We're probably going to go, like, we're going to go on a train ride, pumpkin picking. It's just going to be a lot of fun, and I'm really excited for that. Um, But, yeah. And then I think the only other thing is that Monday was a little bit of a tough day for me um, at where I do my internship at. I just, it was a really tough one in the afternoon, a tough case that I was working with, but we made it through the tough ones is where you learn and you grow. So I'm only taking it step day by day. That being said, I kind of want to know, like, how are you guys doing? And I know I'm not going to be able to hear what you guys say, but seriously, like, how are you guys doing? How are you feeling? How are you navigating October? and moving forward in the next couple months. And then also a side note, I didn't like realize that people have emotional support cups and it's making me laugh because my nephew, just a little side note, I digress, but my nephew the other day, we were outside playing football and I was sitting because I was lazy and I didn't want to stand up. But I was sitting and I was throwing and catching the ball from my nephew, my oldest one, and my emotional support cup, which is a cup 
that was given to me by my professor. His wife makes these resin cups and they're beautiful. And mine's like this beautiful pink gold cup. And so I had it resting on the trunk of my car and my nephew, like it's none of his fault. It really isn't. But he just didn't aim correctly and hit my cup, knocked it off the car. The car, the cup hit the ground and it chipped. It's not a bad chip. It's a chip at the bottom. So really you can't even tell, but I could tell. And I literally had to take like a couple steps back. Like I was like, and my heart dropped. I was, I was tearing up. (laughs) I was tearing up over a cup and my nephew was like, sorry, auntie. And I was like, you know, it's fine. It's fine. And I literally had to take a moment of silence for like 15 minutes to gather myself and process my cup. And I literally stared at the chip the whole 15 minutes, like holding back tears. (laughs) But then tears started coming. I was like, I'm so sad. But yeah, so I didn't realize that there are, you know, emotional cups that we have because I am so attached to this cup and I love it dearly. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it now. I'm just like, I just love you so much. But I thought that was just a funny story to tell because I've been seeing a lot of people talk about it. Even my one friend, she was like, where's my emotional bottle? And I'm like, this is actually a thing, isn't it? And I drink the most water out of it. Like, I just love it so much. It goes everywhere with me. But like I said, I digress. I really did digress here. But hopefully I shared a little bit and it kind of made you laugh because I'm thinking about it and I'm like, that's really, that's really funny. But that being said, moving on from my emotional support bottle, we're today we're going to talk about productivity anxiety And this was something that I kind of decided to talk about last minute because I don't know, I I definitely find myself being wrapped up in this productivity anxiety. And I want you to think about, have you ever even heard of productivity anxiety? And kind of like just breaking it down with all of you. So productivity, we've heard it a lot in society, right? Being productive making sure that our productivity is just up and through the roof. You know, how are we spending our 24-hour days, right? How are we spending our weeks? How are we spending our work weeks? Like, are we being productive? There's a lot of emphasis in society on that productivity part, right? Are you being productive 24-7 throughout the day to make your dreams and your goals come true or the business's dreams and goals come true? And... There used to be a time that I can remember, and I still think it's there, but I'm also thinking that we're kind of stepping away from it and realizing how unhealthy this is, especially because of how the pandemic arise and really addressed a lot of these problems. But I feel like there was a time where productivity was really pushed. Like it was pushed to the point where it was just like, what are you doing? Like if you're sleeping, your competition and you're, um, the person that you're competing with is working while you're sleeping. So you should be not sleeping and you should put all your energy, all your efforts, all your spirit and soul into your productivity and how you're being productive. May that be within your own personal business. May that be at home. May that be in your family life. May that be for the employer that you work with. 
And there was just a time where productivity was just so pushed. And we talked about how do we be productive? How do we be productive? How do we be productive students? How do we be productive workers? How do we be productive parents? And so on and so forth. And I still see that. It's not like I don't see it. I do still see that in the atmosphere. I see it sometimes on like YouTube and all those different things. But I also am seeing a flip side. And I remember the time when there was like this thing called like girl boss, like I'm being a girl boss. It's still there. Right. And I'm not saying there's anything bad about that. But with that girl boss identity, I feel like there's hyper independence that kind of tags along with that. However, I also see the environment kind of scaling away from that, too. I'm seeing productivity being kind of flipped on its head. And we're talking about, hey, Like, yeah, it's good to be productive, but we need to put a limit on our productivity. We need to kind of value and put emphasis on other areas of our life. And that being said, there's people who are just, you know, we are, we're getting to a point now where we're talking more about like, what do we need mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually to serve ourselves? And once we serve ourselves, then productivity comes afterwards. So productivity has been discussed quite often and you can find a heap of information out there about productivity. But then there's also that anxiety piece that I talked about because I mentioned productivity, anxiety, right? So that anxiety component, we all feel a sense of anxiety at some point in time. You may not be diagnosed with anxiety disorder, but you could experience anxiety in other ways, right? Which is normal, right? So you might feel anxious to public speak. That doesn't mean that you have an anxiety disorder. You're just feeling anxious, right? Your mind and your body is telling you like, hey, this is foreign. This is unsafe. I don't like this. Like we need to start sweating before you get up to that presentation. Like you need to avoid this danger. But there's that anxiety component, right? That we talked about. So Before I even get more into that, what really did inspire me into discussing that productivity anxiety piece was I saw a post made by Ruby Carr. And I don't know if you know who Ruby Carr is, but she is a well-known poet. And she is phenomenal in what she does. I have a couple of her books, well, her poetry books. And I don't think I have them here, but I think I have them back at my family home. But I've been reading her since like 2016. I think that might have been when her first book had released. But she had posted a poem about productivity anxiety. And I kind of wanted to share it with all of you before I even dive any deeper into what I was talking about. So Rupi Carr writes, productivity anxiety. I have this productivity anxiety that everyone else is working harder than me. And I'm going to be left behind because I'm not working fast enough or long enough. And I'm wasting my time. I don't sit down to have breakfast. I take it to go. I only call my mother when I'm free. Otherwise, it takes too long to have a conversation. I put off everything that won't bring me closer to my dreams as if the things I'm putting off are not the dreams themselves. Isn't the dream that I have a mother to call and a table to eat breakfast at? Instead, I'm lost in the sick need to optimize every hour of my day. So I'm improving in some way, making money in some way, 
advancing my career in some way because that's what it takes to be successful, right? I expurgate my life, package it up, sell it to the world, and when they ask me for more, I dig through the bones trying to write poems. Capitalism got inside my head and made me think my only value is how much I produce for people to consume. And that was written by Ruby Carr. You can find her work in the bookstores. You can find her work on Instagram. And she's also on tour currently. Look at me just plugging in Ruby Carr as if I know her. But she's really good at what she does. And I saw that poem and I was like, hmm, I really, I can really talk about this today because this is something myself that I'm doing right now, right? This anxiety where I have to be productive. I have to be producing. I have to be doing something. There are a thousand things that has to be done and there's no time to relax. And even when I am relaxing, right? I've been able in the summer, I'm, I was really good at that because I didn't have grad school. So relaxation was relaxation and then everything after. But now because I'm back in grad school and there's just a heap of other roles that I play, I've, I've gotten to a habit where I almost like I need to be doing something and I can be doing multiple things. I can be multitasking while I'm doing X, Y, and Z, but things have to be done. And oftentimes, nothing gets done, especially when I feel like I can multitask. Not a thing gets done, and I sit there and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's still here. I still feel like I'm chipping away at all the things that I have to do. And then on top of that, I add things on to my plate, right? I add things on and I don't take the time to reevaluate if I actually have the time to do these things. For example, recently I got offered to write a article and co-write with my supervisor um, for a magazine and of course, I'm going to take that opportunity. I would love to have my name published. And yeah, <laughs> I didn't take the time to think about what was on my plate. And there was two things that were offered to me, right? There were, um, whatchamacallit, there was two different types of dates. So there was one that I could have done in like the more of the springtime. And there's one that's due literally in November, the first week. And guess which one I picked? Yeah, I picked the November one. With everything else that's on my plate, I chose to pick the November one. Did I take the time to think about, could I actually do this? Can I execute this properly? I thought about it. It was offered to me near the end of September, so there was enough time, and I'm still doing really well with it. But does that add an extra pressure on? Yes. Do I feel anxious about it because it needs to, there's a deadline? Yeah. There is, and there's all these other things that I have to do too. And there is a sense of anxiety that's there for this. And so that's what's really on my mind right now. And then also even just talking about this now, I just thought about the things that I have to do for class, right? Like those things are still there. 
they're still lingering. I have to get those done too. Luckily, I have a professor who's super understanding, but I feel those things. Like even if I'm relaxing and I've done all the things, there's something else that I can be doing and I need to go figure that out, right? So when I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going to go play Sims, I'm going to go play Animal Crossing in a way to decompress. And then I look and I'm like, "Mm, well, I can also scrub the floors or I can scrub the bathroom. Like I don't even get five minutes. I'm just like, "Hmm, what else can I can do? Right. And so I have to actively remind myself like, hey, shut it down. Like shut it down. We're done. We are absolutely done. But it's like this constant battle in my head where I'm like, "Mm, there's this guilt. I can be doing X, Y, Z. I can be getting ahead on some things that are due. Like that's how my mind works and that's how that guilt comes in with that productivity anxiety. So with the productivity anxiety, I struggle, like I said, multiple times with the feeling of guilt for not being productive, for not filling up the time throughout the day, right? I'm not filling up every single moment or I'm being lazy or, you know, I really like, I'm a determined person. I'm a goal getter. Like I should be doing X, Y, and Z at all times. And I'm not. And when you really take a look at it, you want to ask yourself like, okay, why do I think that way? Like, what is that connected to? Why am I doing this? Am I doing this because of pasthood, childhood, like stuff that I experienced, right? Childhood trauma, childhood experience that I had at the home. What happened there? Like, was there anything that influenced that, right? Am I trying to, you know, make people proud in a subconscious way? So not advertly trying to make people proud, but in a way I want people to congratulate with me. I want people to think that I'm a hard worker, that I'm amazing, that I'm so smart, that I'm important. And I'm doing so great and I'm succeeding in life because I'm doing all of these things at one time, right? So am I looking for those external validations? And is that why I'm here now dealing with this productivity anxiety? right? Where I feel like I have to be doing something all the time because this is what makes me look successful. This is the external stuff that is validating the success, quote unquote, that I'm experiencing, right? So is it childhood stuff? Is it me looking for that external validation? Or maybe that internal validation as well, right? So this is what I deem to be successful. So I need to be continuously working, And that in terms can also be false too, or like this need for perfection, right? So that perfectionism piece, needing things to get done. Again, that can be due to unhelpful laws that were placed on us or that we placed on ourselves and why we engage in that perfectionism. But then also, am I doing this because of society? Am I doing this because this is what society deems to be successful? that they deem me at my age to be doing at this time, right? Or it can be all of the above, or it can be so many more things that I didn't even mention. But I wanna know why I'm struggling with feeling guilty for not being productive. 
Why do I feel this anxiousness because I am sitting and relaxing after a very hard day or after the many things that I've done? Why is that? Where is that coming from? Who is this coming from? Is it coming from yourself, myself? So I want to understand those things. And for me, I answered my own question, right? I know that it has a lot to do with like how my mom deemed like if you weren't doing X, Y, Z, you're being lazy. Like I know that's part of it. But then I also know there's another part where I also deem or that external validation, right? So everyone has deemed me to be like this really successful person who's like doing such great things. And then I feel like I have to play keep ups. Like I have to keep this going. I can't let this illusion drop. And it's not healthy for me because at the end of the day, I struggle. I struggle mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually when I add more on my plate because I think this is what people want and this is the validation that it's going to get me. And that's not okay, right? So just being honest with myself, that's exactly why. And I just don't want to let anyone down, I guess, in the way. But that's not my responsibility now, is it? My only responsibility is to take care of myself and what I deem internally successful for myself. So then again, I also have to acknowledge, right? I have to acknowledge the stress and acknowledge the thoughts. I need to acknowledge why do I feel so stressed? Like I said before, and what are the thoughts that are coming up? What stresses me out? What triggers me? What is too much? What is too much to put on my plate? What is that stress that I'm putting on that I can maybe take off? I need to acknowledge those things and I need to acknowledge the thoughts that come behind that too. So I need to know, like I need to acknowledge like, hey, like what what is going on in my life? Is this something that I can add on? Yes or no. If not, this is something that may need to wait or maybe I can do it at a later date. But I need to know what is too much for me. And what's too much for me is not taking like time for myself, doing all the social things that I have to do with my job. Like those are things that are stressful for me. So I have to be really mindful of all those things on top of that. But then the thoughts that come up when I'm experiencing that productivity anxiety. So when I'm feeling that anxiety with the productivity, what are the thoughts that are coming up for me? What am I saying to myself? where I'm just like, mm, like I need to acknowledge these things in order to rework them because without the acknowledgement, there's no reworking this habit. So what are some of the thoughts that I can acknowledge with my productivity anxiety? Well, I can think about the thoughts of the spiraling to-do list, right? The to-do list in my head of the things that I think I have to do right now. I can spot those And I can ask myself, hey, let's play the tape, right? Is this something that needs to be done? If I don't do this, what happens? But if I do do this, what then happens, right? So if there's a to-do list, I'm like stuttering over my words here. If there is a to-do list in my head that's constantly replaying as I'm trying to relax, I can be like, okay, is this something that can wait? Is this something that has to be done tonight or today? Yes or no. If this is something that doesn't have to be done today, 
can I sit here and relax, right? Who is something going to happen to me? Is someone going to judge me? Asking myself these critical questions as these thoughts arise, playing the tape, allows me to have that internal dialogue with myself and slow down those thoughts and really rationalize them. Because oftentimes they're a little bit irrational, so I need to rationalize them in order to make sense. So you need to acknowledge the thoughts or the thinking patterns that come up for you when you're feeling that anxiety with being productive, right? Needing, Needing to be productive. You need to acknowledge those thoughts. Another thing I need to acknowledge is when I'm multitasking, because when I'm multitasking, then I know that I'm caught up in a productivity anxiety. When a moment I start multitasking is when I feel the need that I can accomplish everything and everything. And that's when I need to stop and take a break because I do that often in class. I just did it before this podcast. And that's again, why I was just like, yeah, we're talking about this today because I was doing like six things at one time and multitasking really, really doesn't help with productivity at the end of the day. So it's really imperative for me to realize these things within myself in order to notice the pattern, understand the pattern, and then rework the pattern. So on top of that, once I'm able to acknowledge, right? So I'm actively working on this with all of you as well, but some of the things that we can do to really help is like those affirmations and the things that we say to ourselves, right? So remember I told you to acknowledge the thoughts, acknowledge what the stressors are, why we're doing this, And then you want to start implementing things to kind of combat those things. So the first thing is telling myself, I do not need to finish everything on my to-do list. I don't need to finish everything. I'm not typically really bad with this, but I'm really bad with this. Well, not even bad, not so good with this in my internal, like in my head. So for me, that's something that was really good for me and I did this maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, was that I made a to-do list and I used the priorities. So I scheduled out like one, two, three, like what is the priority? And then four or five, I scheduled things for the weekend. So I delegated what on my to-do list was important and not important. And I was also able to see it. So I think getting back to that would be really helpful for me because I need to understand that everything in my head, the to-do list in my head, does not need to be finished all at once in one day, right? So I do not need to finish everything on my to-do list. Another thing that I can also tell myself is I deserve to take a break and relax. I am constantly doing something and I deserve to take a break and relax. You deserve to take a break and relax. You deserve to do that for yourself. I also need to recognize when my plate is too full and when to say no, right? So I need to recognize when my plate is too full and when to say no. You also need to recognize when your plate is too full and when you need to say no. Because the more, and again, this is with boundaries too. So I talked about a couple episodes ago, my boundaries, I still have to really actively work on them. And this is why. 
because then saying no is difficult, which then overloads my plate. And then I feel really overwhelmed and stressed out. So I and you need to recognize when our plate is too full and when to say no. Now, all that being said, I completely understand that productivity anxiety is something that is ingrained. It's something that we've built a habit on. It's something that we've done. It's something that our fight and our flight and our fallen system has picked up depending on what our own experiences were in the past. It's uncomfortable and it's hard to reprogram. Right? I'm not saying it's impossible. It's absolutely impossible. But just like anything, it takes time. Right? It takes time. It takes habit. It takes patience. It takes being kind to yourself. And over time, it's a new habit that you learn. But it's something that you can't just expect yourself to do tomorrow. It's something that takes integrative time. So being kind to yourself, right? being kind to yourself and rewarding yourself and understanding that this is going to this is going to happen. I might make mistakes. And what's important is that we just try again tomorrow. So for me, what I've been doing and what I'm going to do and what I've done in the past is I told you before, the scheduling so when I do make a to-do list, I'm gonna I put in the cleaning, I put in my schoolwork, I put in anything with work, and I prioritize them by listing numbers. So I rank them by one, two, three, four, five, six. Um, and then I also delegate on which days and which tasks that I'm gonna do what. I also schedule in a cutoff time each day, right? Where I put everything aside and I'm done. So typically my cutoff time is about 9 p.m. After 9 p.m., I want to be done. There are some days where I do do some stuff, just depending on if I was too busy to catch up on it. But again, that's not sticking to that rule, and it just keeps recreating this habit for productivity anxiety. So I have to be mindful of that moving forward and really sticking to that because I want to respect myself and my own boundary. And then another thing is scheduling that self-care or just that do-nothing weekend or day and scheduling in that time where you just don't have any expectations. I had to, I had that experience this weekend, like I said before, with my significant other and it helped so much just reset myself and get myself ready moving forward. So scheduling in something like that once a week or maybe like a no, I do nothing day or self-care day one day a week and maybe a nothing I have nothing planned on the weekend once a month right so plan in those things for yourself take care of yourself in that aspect too because we are sometimes just really caught in that autopilot rat race where we're just constantly doing 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 and we neglect what we need at the end of the day and to kind of wrap it all up like I said earlier Please be kind to yourself. This is something that's really difficult and hard and I completely understand because I deal with it myself. But be please be kind with yourself, right? Things will be okay. Even if it doesn't feel like it will, it will. You'll make the changes that you need to make in your own time. 
not anyone else's, your own time. Thank you all so much for listening to my podcast episode this week. I hope that you were able to gain some additional things that maybe you didn't even recognize that you were dealing with on your own. And this might be able to open up a brand new conversation with yourself about your own productivity anxiety or maybe someone else that you know. So that being said, please share this with a friend or a family member who you think that can find this so helpful as well as leave a review or a rating on whatever platform you're listening to and follow me on side grace side underscore grace and on that's on instagram and i just want to thank all of you again for coming back each week and if you're new welcome and the returners thank you so much i hope you all have a wonderful week and i can't wait for you to hear the next episode Thank you.